0: Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and the Rooch.
1: Good afternoon, two minutes past three, welcome to the show, great to have your company, Kimbo and the Roach with you, thanks to Hyundai, the Hyundai SUV sale event is now on, go shopping, we're live from Studio Lumo SA, here at number one King William Street in the city, currently 30.8 degrees outside, let's welcome the big dog, What's matter, you got no respect, what do you think you do, Nothing. why you look so sad, it's done. not so bad. It's a nicer place, i oh, shut up for your ah, face. Ah,
4: we still love him though. Hello, Roachy Roach. Hello, Kim. I oh. love the little little moments in that song. where oh, you, you had here. editorial
1: idiot. comment. Yeah, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I don't know. Um, um, I love you today. Do you? Yeah, you were working the phones. It was good. I thought, oh, oh this is the old journalistic, Roach. Some, some of the conversations, Kim. Yeah. Wow video I haven't got two ears that work. I couldn't pick up on a lot of things. But uh, you're getting a lot of information, which we'll get to. There's yeah. a lot of breaking news happening today. and unfortunately, One hot
4: story, so hot, we have, we're have we getting as best as clubs before we read it. Oh, Really? <laughs> Get the police again.
1: Overacting, (laughs) overacting. Uh, Let's jump into who's coming up on the show. But before we do that, we are live and interactive, Roach, so we love to hear from people that have a view on sport or have a great sense of humour. You can jump on our text line. That's the Monteen Hyundai text line. Monteen Hyundai Cheltenham. Put them on your shopping list if you're looking for a new car. 0427 154 166. Guests coming up, Roach. Scotty Ninnis, new Adelaide 36ers coach. Oh, the
4: man who beat Brian Gorge into the job. Can we use that
1: line? (laughs) The man that coached at Adelaide, what, 14 years ago was it?
4: Wow. Well, everything about the Sixers stretches our memory, doesn't it? Mm. Well, when you said when they won their last title, I
1: said, when did they win it? You said 2002. (laughs) So that's worse than Port, but not as bad as the Crows. Time
4: flies. Let's not do that.
1: No, let's do that because it is 22 years and they were a powerhouse of the industry. Shall we bring the Redbacks into it? <laughs> no, don't. We'll give them a break. <laughs> right. It's oh, depressing. <laughs> They've got two games to go, I think. Uh, 3.35, Scotty Ninnis. Looking forward to yeah. having a chat to Scott. Known him for a long time. Four o'clock, Roach, uh, one of our favourites. I know we say that about a lot of people, uh, mm. but this lady is incredibly talented at her job. Uh, Alicia Canabas, uh, former youth Matilda Okay. Yeah, yep. uh, was yep. a very good uh, player The Matildas take on Uzbekistan Saturday night, 7pm Adelaide time mm-hmm. At Bunyadur Stadium Now uh, this is an Olympic qualifier
4: Important. We shouldn't get too nervous though, should we? Hey, it's the world game where The most remarkable results Can happen oh, yeah, well, I, I, I watched oh, right, the African good. Cup while I was yeah. away I'll have a coffee was, that we win by more than three goals I hope you're right but I Do also you want a d- coffee
1: on that? No, 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 no Well how are you going to get it down? Well we will pick and choose our moments. Well, we, all right, you've said no. Well, we game, won 10-0 last time we played. Yes, them. but the World Game does surprise us, doesn't it? All right, it? okay. The yeah. Asian
4: Cup showed that. The African Cup showed that. All right. It's a great
1: uh, sport. 4.30, one of your good friends, one of the most respected men in the game, Rich. He's True a, gentleman. He's a Hall of Famer. I wonder mm. if people can guess who this is. He's a Hall of Famer. He's a Brownlow medalist. Mm. He's a four-time club champion, three times at Sydney. At two at clubs. Yeah. Yep. Uh, leading goal kicker, he was at Melbourne, mm. and one of the most respected voices in the AFL. Jared Healy, would you want to? And a retired
4: he? physiotherapist.
1: Yeah, and he's also the co-host of Sports Day, which follows our show Roach.
4: Do you get a medal for that? Well, that is a challenge. Well, what working with Kane? Well, it is a challenge.
1: Is that where you where you were going? Oh, I thought I'd throw
4: you, it in, see how you react. Now, right. <laughs>
1: <They're> Kane.
4: <laughs> that was Roach. Just. Well, when up. he came
1: in the other day and we were going to pump him up about something, and he said, yeah. "I'm only coming in because I like Roach, yes. and I <laughs> well, like Kay." Yeah, well, you do. We used to work together, didn't you? Yes. Yeah, you still do a little bit of work together, yes. don't you? Yes. You I keep do. that on the Enjoy. side, don't you?
4: Very busy. Yeah, very Is he busy. paying you? In ways, <laughs> really. Oh kindness or that <laughs> kindness is um, that all like well that's what friends don't let hutchie
1: hear you say that we'll all be paid oh, with kindness oh, hey?
4: going there kim all right
1: let's go around the grounds reach there's a bit to get through today as a i bit. said and uh oh look i wasn't surprised but I, I i was upset and um a little staggered when angus brayshaw made the announcement of his retirement
4: and it will not be the first time we go down this path oh. now because of his issues with concussion the medical experts have now made it very, very clear he must stop playing football. Mm. So that is it, full stop. And we know we're, no one's going to argue anymore, are they? No one's going to argue once you get that sort of medical Oh, no, you're not going to get called a pussy or
1: any of this. There's too no. much evidence out
5: there. Um.
4: So we have moved a long way and we've still got a long way to move in the concussion mm. sphere. The saddest bit about this, is here is a very talented young man with grand ambitions who's being denied his dream. I mean, he's got a fair bit of it done at Melbourne. But that's a well, he's
1: won a Premiership, prim- yeah,
4: but it's, and he's played. Uh, what did he play? Nearly 150 games. It's Just a sad way to end it, isn't it?
1: He uh, he won't go out with nothing though. He's no. got a five-year contract, Roach. How does that work?
4: Okay, yeah. now the club will look to get a resolution by negotiation that isn't the full five years. But if his player manager or even Angus says, "No, you signed me for five. Yep. I got hurt working for you. I want the full five. Which is what they should be saying is managing. So that's got to be negotiated. Now, there are, there are ways you can negotiate What do you have this? to
1: negotiate if you've got a contract that says you've got to be paid X amount?
4: Kim, I'm not arguing the pros and cons. I'm just telling this is how the process okay. works. And I'll give you an Which example. Which is why
1: they'll try and uh, I'll employ give you, him at the football club. Can I give you that example? Yeah, right. Matthew Robert
4: had one year left. His back went. Now, Adelaide could have paid him yeah. out. What they did was they said, Matthew, we will give you that contract in a marketing role at the footy club. Mm. If you find that that job is suiting you and it suits us the way you do it, we will extend it. He was there for 20 years. So that was a negotiated exit. Now, the yep. key question here is what do you do with the salary cap? Well, there is no doubt that this is a genuine injury. So the AFL will say that goes straight through to injury payments and that's relief on salary cap. Now, the next big question is list size. Yep. They're one short. Now, they can't go SSP, the Supplementary place because mm. that closed on Monday what they might be able to argue at Melbourne is, can we elevate a rookie or do they, well, they wait until the mid-season draft? So that's a issue for the, the choice, commission yeah. to deal with. So
1: that's a list management decision. But in
4: terms of that five-year contract, and let's that, be real, as we heard at Port on Tuesday, is when you're hearing clubs are doing seven, six-year contracts, that's because free agencies change the landscape. Mm. That's why there are a lot more long-term contracts. Now, Angus Brayshaw has got every right to say to the Melbourne footy club, you signed me for five, you took the risk, you now pay up, or they might find themselves in a point where – and there was a player two years ago had a two-year contract and took a one-year payment and said, okay, let's call it quits. So we'll see where that one plays out. But that's probably not the most important thing on Angus Brayshaw's mind at the moment. Oh, definitely not.
1: No. Look, there's a supplementary question that should be asked mm. in regards to this, and I just hope – how can I phrase this? Mm. I just hope there's not, only, not
4: any backlash towards Brayden Maynard. Ah, I get you. Yeah, I get you. I didn't think of that one. Yeah. Mm. Of course, because of that moment last year in the And fire. it's an
1: interesting situation because due That's to that moment last year, the, the league said there wasn't a problem. That's yet, right. Yet at yeah. the end of the season, they go and change the rules. So obviously there was a problem with
4: the interpretation. And still doesn't seem to be a rule that is definitive, is it? Mm. I, I read Pete Ryan's analysis in the age at the time the rule was changed and he, he's saying it's still a nightmare for a tribunal to read that rule. Oh, look. well, that that is the... Australian rules in a nutshell, isn't it?
1: There's yes. so many grey areas. Look, there, that's there's, there's, there's a really no question. Good, that's that a good question though. I Kim. know. And I thought about it today because I know the family yeah. and I don't want to draw attention to it, but it, it will come up. Yeah. But he didn't go into that contest thinking he was going to end someone's career. Just he's like with mate. Sean Abbott bowled short delivery to Philip Hughes. And that's something he's had to live with all his life as well. well. Yeah. So uh, I hope it's common sense in terms of people getting on social media, just you know, leave it alone. Mm. All right. The other big story, you can have your views on everything we're talking about. Uh Thanks to Mauntean Hyundai Cheltenham. Tarrant Thomas. This was broken by...
4: Tom Morris. That's it. Well, we're hearing the AFL Commission made this decision more than a week ago. Mm. It leaked and Tom was good enough to get it, as he was also first with the Angus Brayshaw one this morning just bewildered as to why if the Commission had already decided that 10 days ago, why they've left this to hang. Now, Tom Morris got it right. It is 18 weeks. Now, is there an issue here where they had to go to the Players Association and work through this because we know they're very
1: powerful? I just presume there must have been some legalities they had to attend to because once it's broken, just own it. Yeah, get get it going. Don't let it fester. Get it going. Yeah. So take us through what's happened. There's been a press release.
4: Uh, So the Age is reporting that, Uh, Taran Thomas will miss 18 matches that the AFL Integrity Unit has found he behaved inappropriately towards a woman. Now, that will mean his suspension will end on July 22. I doubt we'll ever see him in North Melbourne colours, which is a waste of an enormous talent. Mm. It's also a waste of a $600,000 contract. And I think we can pretty well say after everything that's happened this week, particularly with Thomas's work on social media that there would not be a football club in the competition that's saying we're prepared to go with a second chance here. It's too risky now.
1: I I agree with you, Roach. All righty, we'll jump into a break. We're up and away. Uh, Three trial games being played today. Sydney defeated GWS by 26 points. Geelong defeated Carlton by 17. We'll have a look at those games. There's been a few injuries Mm. as well. And we'll get your text. And I've been corrected. Benny sent me a message on the computer screen saying, it's Bunyard Core, Kim. Stadium where the Matildas are playing. Well, Benny, I've got it here where you've written B U N Y O D O R. All right, oh, we'll go to a break and we'll sort that one out. Awkward.
0: The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and the Rooch.
1: 318 on a lovely Thursday afternoon, we're live from Studio Luma, we thanks to our good friends at unde uh, I can tell you, Scotty Ninnis coming up after 3.30, new th- th- 36ers coach, 4pm, <laughs> um, <laughs> Alicia. Oh, is
4: that the Morse code for the big story we're about to break? We are
1: breaking a big story that no one knows about. Have the lawyers rung in yet to say no, we can go well, with it? Well, that's, that's Benny's department, All that right. is, we're just going, we're living on the edge with this one, oh. Rich. Uh, At 4.30, Jared Jared Healy. (laughs) What's happening
4: with your teeth?
1: No, another one with my teeth. (laughs) It's my brain. Oh, Um, no, that's harsh. Well, it's a fact. Teeth aren't in the way, Rooch. Just not getting the words out.
4: Um,
1: Three trial games today, Roochie Rooch. Sydney taking on GWS. That was 10 o'clock this morning. Oh, a derby. Yeah, I know. yeah. Uh, at 10.30 this morning, Carlton took on Geelong. And at 4.30 today, it'll be Brisbane and Gold Coast. Let's take a look at Sydney GWS, where the Swannies got up by 26 points. There was some impressive form there.
4: Yep. Four goals to each of these players. Logan McDonald, mm-hmm. Aaron Cadman and Jesse, Ho- Jesse Hogan. That's another big tick again with the Giants, isn't it? Now, the interesting bit...
1: I reckon they'd be more excited about Cadman mm-hmm. getting yeah, forward. Getcha. He's the
4: future. Brody Grundy. How did he go? Well, the reports say that Grundy and James Jordan, this new package that Sydney has. That's a
1: good get, both those players. Looks impressive. James Jordan, former
4: Melbourne Melbourne, play. yeah. So, there's a bit there for Sydney to digest. I, I rate what Sydney's going to do this year. Yeah, I, and I mean, they've, they've really, like Port, have looked at needs, recruited strategically. I like it, Roach. Should be better for everything that happened last year. I'm not... I'm not ruling out Sydney doing something special this year. I have them in
1: the top eight, Rich. Well done. I haven't completed all of them yet, but I've got no. them in there. Uh, but you I like what they did like. over the trip here? Yeah, the I do. Uh, look, Taylor Adams didn't play in that trial game. Yep. Nor did Sam Reid. Uh, it's been a struggle for Sam Reid. He's such a talented player. If he can get his body right, he is a massive plus for Sydney. Callum Mills uh, didn't play. Joel Hambling, the I've been everywhere man. Western oh, Bulldogs yes. Premiership player. Yes then went over to the Dockers.
4: Well, the Logan McDonald one's important because we are now having to adjust to life in Sydney without seeing Lance Franklin. Yep. So we've had... Or we, remember how we got excited about Logan McDonald? What was it? Two, three Well, that maybe yeah, Adelaide right. may look at him. So that's another good sign for the Swats.
1: Yeah, and if you're a GWS supporter... Hello, Pete from Canberra. Mm. Haven't heard from you this year, Pete. Hope you will. Yes. Uh, Toby Green didn't play, nor mm. did Nick Haynes, Adam Kennedy, Harry Perryman. Don't pay the Perryman! Mm. Um... Isaac Cumming didn't play. Braden Preece didn't play. Finn Callahan didn't play. So they, mm. both sides had quite a few
4: out. And there were some interesting forward setups for the Swans, the way in which they put some key players, such as Luke Parker, uh, in that half-forward area. So... I mean, we know they're going to try things out. That's what trial mm. games are for. So. Exactly.
1: a hey, Rooch. Mm, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll look at the other trial game, Carlton v Geelong. Oh, I can't a, bit of see a worry Ge- there. I can't see Geelong making the eight this year. Uh, yet they defeated Carlton by 17 points. We'll give you uh, an update on that game very shortly. This is Kimbo and the Rooch.
0: The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available... Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roach. in the Hall of Fame And the world's gonna know your name
4: 3.26
1: on a Thursday afternoon. 30.6 degrees outside. It's going to be cooler tomorrow. A stack of tech's coming through. We'll get to those very shortly. The other trial game that was played today, Rooch, there's another one coming up Brisbane and Gold Coast at 430 I mentioned before, in case you've just joined us, Sydney defeated GWS by 26 points. Uh, Carlton lost to Geelong by 17 points. Update us there.
4: Well, by the time you go through the lineups and particularly seeing that Geelong was what we would describe as full strength. Apart from Gary Rowan. That's pretty well full strength. When you look at that lineup, you would say, so they should win. Now, notable for us on a South Australian context, Ashton Moyer. Mm. We spoke to him last week. Two goals. One on the left, one on, one the, on right. the right. That's what he's there for. So that's... ratio that go. Ratio. Very, very quiet, the reports. He needs football. Long as he's to, I'll here. give you the quote. Quiet in attack. Mm. That's... Well, let's hope he's got out of it without any physical issue. Yep. Because if he gets himself physically right, we know the talent is there. Come so on, step by step.
1: Hit the scoreboard. Uh, hey, the reach. big news, though, for yep. Geelong
4: is Cam Guthrie. A mm. quad injury now. That is not good news for Geelong, not good news for Cam Guthrie at the stage that he is in his career. Now we wait for what Geelong tells us in terms of how long he goes on the injury list, but that's not a good way to start.
1: He only year. played six games last year. Rich. Yes. Yeah, that's no, the I just point. can't. Anything can happen, but at this stage, I can't get Geelong in the top eight. Uh, and if you're wondering, you know, or thinking it was a great effort, they won. You mentioned they're nearly at full strength. Mm. Have a look who Carlton had out. Wheatering. Yes. Jack Martin, Zach Williams, well, he's been out for a while. Mm. Uh, Jack Silvani, Sam Walsh, Matthew Kennedy, Caleb Marchbank, yes. Mark Pitney, eh? yes. uh,
4: Matthew Owies. I can tell you that our good friend, Mr. Mackay. Hello, Robo. Kicked two goals, but I don't know how many shots of goal he had.
2: Harry
1: Mackay That's has
0: it. to fix
1: himself. That's it. Because Carlton can't <laughs> he got two a
0: player.
1: Um, yeah, I've got it here, Roach. Kicked 2 8 i oh, know he didn't. <laughs> no, he didn't. I don't know. I don't know. 2-8. Imagine that. Yeah. Well, he wouldn't surprise us, would it? No. Tommy Hawkins uh, kicked two. Mm. Uh, apparently Jeremy Cameron was good. But Tell uh, you what, it was yeah, very, he kicked very, one.
4: very hot out there too at Princess Park. 38, the thermometer hit. Yeah, that's got some of
1: that terrible weather that we had. It's fairly windy as well, Rich. All right, we'll update everyone on the game a little bit later. That gets underway at 4.30.
4: Another derby, Brisbane and Gold
1: Coast. Yeah, it's not right, Rich. It's la- It's lazy. Come on over, lift your game. Hey, it's 3.29. We've got the news coming up. On the other side of the news, we're looking forward to having a chat to Scotty Ninnis, who is the new coach of the Adelaide 36ers, second time round. They haven't won a premiership since 2002. Here's a text. The last time South Adelaide won a premiership, Rucci was wearing nappies. I was. And when they win their next flag, he'll be wearing adult diapers. (laughs) Good on Ah. you, Chopsy. Oh, dear.
0: Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and the Rooch.
1: 3.34 on a Thursday afternoon, we're live from Studio Lumo SA, powered by Lumo Energy SA, currently 30.6 degrees outside. Before we get to our next guest, who I'm looking forward to having a chat to, haven't caught up with him for a while, Reach, uh, some more breaking news out of AFL House.
4: Got very complicated now for Taran Thomas, so it is confirmed now with an AFL statement that he has been banned for 18 AFL matches. But here is the fine print. This means he cannot participate in any football competition until July 22, 2024. Mm. But there's an asterisk on that. Here's the finest detail in it. Thomas will no longer be a North Melbourne player and will not be eligible to play at all in the 2024 AFL premiership season. And before he can return to any football at any level, he must go through a behavioural program change scenario. So he hasn't been delisted.
1: He's just not When
4: it says Thomas will no longer be a North Melbourne player, I would suggest that means he's been sacked by North. You would think there'd be a
1: statement on that. We'll keep an eye on it, Rich. Well, that's, that's a little convoluted,
4: isn't it? Well, that that is definitive. Will no longer be a North Melbourne player what,
1: until twenty twenty four, until no, no, he no. then finishes no, no, it just doing says a course. Will not
4: be a North Melbourne player. Okay, all
1: right. Uh, here's the text, just quickly. I find it pretty ordinary how the eighteen uh, matches were leaked to the press. They should be sacked for that. That's another argument. Let's go to a good news story, Rich. Yes. We've had a lot of uh, unpleasant news lately. Uh, this is great news. Scott Ninnis, who was the interim coach of the LA 36ers, has been appointed as their head coach for the next two years.
4: As someone says, you get what you deserve.
1: Yeah, and I reckon if we'd asked him about this a couple of years ago, he would have mm. thought we're absolute flogs. Hello, Scotty. <laughs> yeah, you're
6: 100% correct <laughs> about that, boys. It's... Uh... It's amazing. Three years ago, my wife had to talk me into getting back and coaching at the NBL one level for South Adelaide, and, wow. uh, and 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 here we are. So it's uh, it's just been such a such an incredible journey, you know, from something that I thought was you know in, in the review review mirror for me as part of my life. But uh, no, look, really, really excited to be back involved, and, and obviously with a club that's been such a such a huge part of my life. So, uh, no, really, really happy with things.
2: Yeah,
1: I saw a part of your press conference on TV today and the way you opened it up. You were incredulous to the fact that this has happened. And, of course, you were the senior coach back in 2008 to 2010. Uh, Are you a better coach now?
6: Oh, absolutely. I I, 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 I said in my press conference today that... uh, you know, I'm, I'm older and more mature, and I said my wife would definitely argue about the second part of that yes. phrase. <laughs> yeah, I've got oh, some oh.
1: stories too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's
6: up. He's um, <laughs>
4: so, Scott, when you work in that interim role, and it has been a very, very tumultuous season for mm. the Sixers. At what point are you thinking, hey, this, this is working for me. I want to do this. Oh,
1: we lost him. Oh, no. I thought when he said ease up... Uh, oh, dropped you out, scared really, him. No, it couldn't. i Scotty for years. Um, could oh, tell wow. you a story, though. <laughs> <laughs> I had uh, Scotty and uh, Aurelio Vidmar around for dinner many years ago. It was a bloody good night. And we're just no, trying to get him back, Rich. I'll a good, do a couple of... Uh, that's a
4: good pairing.
1: Yeah, I've got a couple of texts here. Mm. Um, well, we've got a lot of texts, just while we're waiting to get him back on the line. As a long-suffering South Adelaide supporter, I'm happy to see former Captain Jeff Baines. Banger! Elected as president this week. Uh, had a successful oh, tenure Jeff. at Norwood recently. That's from Matt and Brisbane. Yep. Matt the Hand. Played against Bangor Bangs. He was one of the first to start wearing athletic pants in shorts. Oh, okay. He wore, he wore the running shorts instead of the normal football shorts.
4: Did you see the one that, the pair that Jack Ginneman wore at Hawthorne's photo shoot oh, no. this week? What were they? Seriously, Eddie Betts would be saying not even I wore them as oh, big as that. He, he
1: likes to be noticed, doesn't they he? They huge. I would be getting all that out of his game. I really But if that's wouldn't.
4: his personality, we don't want to turn him into robots. I no, think. you
1: don't. You don't. But uh, you're there. But to you play do set yourself him. up, don't uh, yeah, you? Exactly. Yeah. Um, can you, you, did ask, you have scared
4: him off, haven't no, you?
1: Can you ask Scotty where he coached from 2010 to 21? As Wikipedia has him not coaching anywhere. That's from Muzz at Paris. Well, I
4: think you half explained
1: that, didn't you? Um, hang on. I've got his Wikipedia here somewhere. Uh, said part of his life erased. Uh, what are we looking at? Here 20, it is. 2010 to 21, um, 98 to
4: 2003. He's an Adelaide assistant. That's true. From 10 to 22, there's yeah. nothing. On We're his just list. finding Benny. Have we got him, ben? Benny? I
1: tell you what we'll do. We'll yeah. go to a break. Uh, it's 3:39. This is Kimba on the Roach, and hopefully we'll get Scotty back.
0: The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roach.
4: 344,
1: Kimbo and the Roach. Oh, we got fine lines dropping out left, right and centre. But the coach of the Adelaide 36ers, we've got him back, Scotty Ninnis. Are you there, Scott?
6: I am. I just got a little bit nervous when Kim started talking about dredging up some stories of back in the day. So uh, I would too, I Scott.
4: I to to just had to speak to my lawyer for a no, couple. I don't blame
1: you. Yeah, it's I know. Okay for everything to go ahead. Yeah, Aurelio Vidmas just sent me a text as well. Yes. All right, we'll move on. Hey, talking it. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> talking a text, Scotty. We've got one here. It says, "Hi, can you ask Scotty Ninnis where he coached from 2010?" to 2021 as wikipedia has him not coaching anywhere thanks from Muzz from parafield uh, where were you from 2010 to 21 for 11 years
6: Well, oh, he's, he's pretty he's pretty real rock right, you're right i um you know, I, I, I took some time away from the game I, we, we you know brett mo and myself been around the club for the last five years uh, you know running all their holiday camps and school clinics and i got involved a few years ago and, and helped, helped out in the pre-season and, and did some individual work with uh, Big Kai Sotto when he was here. But it, it's really only the last probably three years where I've got back into it significantly. And, and that started off at, at South Adelaide, uh, which is a club that I you know, played my entire life for. So it, 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 I, I did have quite a stint out, out of the game. So it, it's 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 unusual. It's probably almost yeah. unprecedented but uh to have a period, that long a period out of the game. But, you know, I was never away from the game. I was, you know, I was, I was at games and I was watching and, you know, once again, hopefully maturing. And um, it's just, it, I'm, I'm certainly thankful to have this opportunity again, that's for sure.
1: If you're out of Aussie rules for 10 years and came back into it at that type of level, the game would be totally foreign to you. Has it changed a lot?
6: It has. It's, it's, um, it was interesting. The first The first session I went to, and once again, I go back about three years ago when I helped out in the pre-season, um, and Jamie Pillman, who was his sister coach at that time, was taking the pre-season. And the one thing that struck me was he started to speak to the team about what they were going to be doing that day of training, and it was uh, it was a completely different language, you know. Like mm. it was just, it was, mm. and I, I thought he was speaking in double Dutch. And then, of course, as soon as we started playing, it was all the same stuff. Just everyone was trying to justify their own position and, and make smart names out of everything. Okay. But it, it is, it is different. But at the core of it, you know, it's 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 still about, you know, the, the it's still about winning games and player management and X's and O's. So a lot of that stuff hasn't changed. But like I said, I was never, I was never away from it as far as not watching it and, and you know, being around the game and, and, and talking to, you know, people uh, through that. So um, I guess if anything, it's, it's given me a, a focus that, you know, the way, you know, the, the way we put teams together in the past and, and, you know, the championships teams I've been involved in is, is, is still the same. You still got to get the right players with the right attitude, you know, build the right culture and, and, good things will happen from
4: there. Scott, tumultuous year for the Sixers. You walk in with one role. When CJ Bruton is moved on, you become the interim coach. When did you know in your mind, I want to be the 36ers coach, not just now, but from this point into next season?
2: Yeah, I I
6: think we've probably probably half a dozen games. I coached 15 games, probably about half a dozen games in. And and we were were pretty ordinary at at the start and, and... you know, confidence was as low as I've ever ever probably seen in, in a team. Yeah, yep. And then we had it. There was a lot of hype around. We celebrated the nineteen ninety nine championship mm-hmm. team, and Daniel and Me came back from the States, and Catalini came over from Perth, and you know, names like Smythe, Ma, Davis, you know, all these guys were there, and and that 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 was an emotional time because we we spent a few days together, and then it culminated with all them coming to the game against Melbourne United. And and they were top and flying and we were stone-cold motherless last and we beat them that night. And, and I think that was, to do that for me in front of that team meant so much to me personally. And But the, probably even more importantly, what it did to the group was it gave them belief. And then five days later, you know, we, we beat the Sydney Kings at home who were second at the time. And, and I think that was sort of a... Well, it was certainly the catalyst for our turnaround as a team, but I think also for me as well is that is, uh, you, you know this is this is something that you know I, I'm I'm good at <laughs> you know yeah. like it's it's you know to be able to turn around what what had been a pretty difficult situation to start winning games uh, it was pretty special and um, yeah it was probably around that sort of period where I thought well okay this is this is what I want to do. Um, you know, if I get the opportunity to do it, uh, that's great and, and, and that's what's
4: happened. So 8-7 is a winning count. At the same time, the narrative is turning to Brian Gorshin. How do you make your case to be the 36ers coach for next season?
6: Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and look, I, you know, Gorshin, so, you know, I played for Brian. And I, yep. I won, a champ, won his first championship with him in, in, back in 1992. And, I, like, I... You know, I can't put my record up against Brian Gordon. Mm, I mean, no, nobody can. So I didn't. I didn't. To be honest with you, I think this is where I'm different this time around. I didn't let that that talk faze me. You know, mm. like I, I I felt that you know mm. the only thing we can control is what's happening now, and and you know that that all that chatter, you know, will will be that outside noise. And and to be honest, to be honest with you, Grant Kelly and myself have been pretty open about this situation right from day one we were always going to wait to the end of the season to to make the decision um the club would you know would be derelict in his duty if it didn't explore names like brian Gordon and trevor gleason when they became available uh, um but you know grant grant told me the other day he, he rang me and he said look we're, we're going to be speaking to brian Gordon tomorrow and and once again i think it was open and honest conversation all the way along um you know the only thing I could control was what we were doing on a day to day basis and uh um you know I, I guess that you know that that outside noise was just that and uh you know we we've arrived at you know what what well, obviously I think it's the right decision is, and uh yes. Um, uh, and, and, yeah, just look, look forward to uh, you know to moving on from here. And, uh, you know, Brian, I, I, I hope Brian's back in the NBL next year. It would be great to see him coaching here. And I, I, I look forward to becoming, going head-to-head and battling against him. Let's You'd, hope so.
1: Yeah, a few texts coming through. Can you please ask, Scotty, if the great man Graham Cubank will still be his assistant?
5: Mm. Oh, there. look,
6: I, I hope so. And, I, look, I, well, I've been pretty... I've been pretty open about this. Like I, I when I coached South Carolina, I brought Graham back, and, and the most important thing, well, apart from the fact is he's, he, he's a great coach and he's an unbelievable manager of of players. Um, but he's someone I know and trust. You know, and and you have to have that. You know, when when you're in the coaching ranks, you need to have someone you can go in a battle with on, on a day-to-day basis. And what most people don't know is he he did this. He did this job for free when I tapped him on the oh. shoulder, um, you know, four months ago or whatever it was, and, and he was he was on long service leave and and yeah, you know, I think his long service leave was probably what he thought was going to be sitting on a beach in the Bahamas, and said I've dragged him out to a basketball court for three and a half months with thirty sixes. <laughs> oh, so, you owe him. Want, you owe him. <laughs> but he didn't. Yeah, he didn't want. He didn't want it to be seen as any agenda, apart from the fact that coming out and helping me in the club. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I look at him, you know, as what Steve Brany was to Phil Smith. That's great. You know, just just That's that great. just that right hand man, and, and I, I've always referred to him as as a co-coach. You know, like well he's. Uh, He's been really important in, in my journey. You know, we were very good mates, but he is an outstanding basketball mind as well.
1: Yeah, and he was a part of a very successful era at the thirty sixes. Sixers. Roach, what number did he wear?
6: No, I don't remember oh, numbers. Twenty
1: one, wasn't he, Scotty? I don't
4: remember him.
6: Yeah, no, I, don't, I don't He wasn't that good a player. Don't get too right? <laughs> Oh, Okay. <laughs> they often no,
4: make the better no. coaches. Hey, Scott. No, no jo-
6: joking. Scott? No, no. Like Graham was, Graham was the inaugural captain of the Townsville yep. Suns as they were back in the day before they became the Crocodiles. He was a, he was a hard-nosed basketballer, mm. and, and when he, you know, when he played for the thirty sixes Sixers in those early nineties in that Don Shipway era, mm. he was he was as tough as nails. And I, I've been on the end of a couple of those back screens from him. But <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no, very very talented player. I'm doing him a service if I'm right. him. But yeah, number twenty-one. That was him.
4: Scott, no championship rings since 2002, and yes. I've been fascinated in Rupert Sapwell's assessment about the changing culture of sport at professional level in national leagues in Australia, particularly in the Sixers, where he talks about the mercenaries. How do you find the right men to win a championship for the Sixers?
6: Yeah, absolutely. I, I think uh, you know, culture is one, one of those words that everyone likes to bang on yes. about, but the, you know, what, what do you actually do about it? And mm. I... Yeah, one of the first things that I, I, I will do is, you know, we need to invest in in local kids. Okay. Uh, that, I'm not necessarily, not necessarily saying we, yeah, you know, we have ten South Australian kids in the team. But what I look at this year, there's one South Australian in the 36ers team, and that's Nick Marshall. And I, I look around the league, and I see Lachlan Albrick playing over in, mm. you know, Illamora, You know, I, I know he's finishing up now, but Brad Neely has never played for us. Uh, you yeah, know, these sorts of things just can't happen again you know okay. we, we need to you know we, we need to do a better job of, of keeping in contact with the with the adelaide kids that are at college in the states we, we need to welcome them back with open arms when they're here in the off season mm. uh um, you know when i when i you write about the you know the word mercenaries you, know, we'll, you know you just have a lot in their pockets and then move on to greener pastures you know we need people that are you know as passionate about playing for the name on the on the front of their singlet the their own name on the back of it, so that that is that is certainly a priority in mine.
1: Yeah, bring back the days of Mike McKay, the Iceman, Daryl and Mark Davis, the chairman of the boards. Okay, the support is there, the crowds have been huge this year. How do you improve the roster? Uh, how do you get back into playoffs? How do you get the first title since 2002? Because it's a long, bloody time 22 years. What do you need?
6: It's 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 way too long, and that's you know, we we. You know, we know how difficult these things are to win but uh, you know you know I, I look at you know teams like the Perth wildcats and, and you know teams that make the playoffs every year or very very close to it and that that's where we need to be uh, I think once again we have to have stability um, you know we can't keep changing seven or eight players over every year and, and right now there's only four guys signed uh, there, there's players like you know like you know, Isaiah Humphries and Corin Galloway that I'd yeah, I would love to retain. Um, we'll, we'll have a good talk about all this as a club tomorrow. Um, but this is this is all only just yeah. just happened. But uh, stability is is probably going forward. We we only played with two imports this year. You know, do we go with three or do we try and invest in uh, uh, you know some high level Aussie talent to go with the guys that we've already got? Um, and I think when you look at the successful teams. Over the years, and I, I hark back to, well, probably when we were winning championships, mm-hmm. but also teams like the Perth Wildcats and New Zealand Breakers, you know, they were able to keep the, you know, keep the core of their team intact year in year out, and and, and you know they, they they made tweaks and they made some changes, but that that core roster was already there, and I think once you've got that, you're in a really really good position.
1: Scotty, congratulations again. We look forward to chatting to you right throughout uh, next season. We wish you all the very best. And, uh, yeah, it's a great appointment at this stage. Thanks,
6: <laughs> thanks for luck, the very much. No, good luck, Scott. good luck, Scott. As long as we don't bring it, as, lo- as long as we don't bring up the past, uh, Kimbo, no. uh, we will be in good shape. No, and you must have pick... something
1: on him,
4: though. No, I've
1: for been sure, a model Scott. citizen. You've got some stuff on oh, Kim. I've got a
6: couple, yeah. got good. a couple of stories, but good. I'll just keep them up my sleeve. Yeah, yeah, I, think, every, right I
1: think, everyone's got a story on me. <laughs> we'll go to the news. <laughs> good good luck, on you, Scotty. Scott Dennis—he's a good man. Yes. I
2: love, uh, not I love be some easy. of his
1: thinking in that interview. Oh, I know, and there's a lot of talk about Isaac Humphreys that uh, they yep. mightn't be able to retain him. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do have DJ Vasilovich, which is great, for the next two or three, I think,
4: uh, Rooch. And the thought of really concentrating on the local community mm. basketball, giving Adelaide kids a chance to play for their own and home team. And getting
1: some back.
4: Absolutely. Too, which is really not, good. Uh, we always say, get the best talent. But don't ignore your home talent either.
1: No, I agree. A lot of text coming through before we go to the news Richie. And there's
4: breaking news to confirm what we said earlier. North Melbourne has issued a statement. Ah, right. Taran okay. Thomas is gone at the Kangaroos. I don't say that. In that... No. He's been sacked. That's full stop. Yeah. They've had enough. They've made it very clear. The club has provided Taran with significant time, resources and support. But we've now arrived at a point where the individual's needs don't match those of the club. So that's um, it. The break is there. All uh, right. Tyron Thomas has got a lot of work to do now to be able to establish himself to the point where he can play the game he supposedly loves and he's very good at. But if he doesn't change... That core behavioural issue that's emerged with women, he's going to suffer in life full stop. Yeah, so I hope exactly. he takes this Forget as a about big football, lesson. just yeah. life in general. Exactly. Uh,
1: uh, thank you to Andrew, too, who sent through while we we're talking to Scotty. I've just seen it. I'm a North member, lads. The club has sacked Thomas, mm. just received notification yep. from the club. Of course, that's what the club <clears> should be doing, notifying their members first yep. before they send the press release out. So thank you for that, Andrew. Not surprised, though. No. Uh, what have we got here? America's looking. Hello. Oh, well, oh I didn't no, realise really. it was Mario. America is looking for people to spend a year in an environment that replicates the condition on Mars. I would like to nominate Ruchi and Bumfluff Ben. Mario, <laughs> 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 we have to get Mario in here one day. What does uh, we'll Ninnis think of Ruchi? Yeah, yeah, maybe we don't. <laughs> All right. Stack of other texts coming up, Roach. We'll get to those very shortly. We're about 20 seconds away from the news. I do want to hear from uh, Dr. Peter Larkins yes. as well. He was on Dwayne's World talking about the situation with Angus Brayshaw. Yeah. There oh, we've got
4: hot news.
5: Brady. Oh, we've got breaking news that no hot one knows news. about.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it's, uh, it's good. I don't know what's going on down in Crowland at the moment. <laughs> We'll do do that after. Glad you said that. We'll do that after four Glad you said that. Uh, Well, look, this one just might have been something that they missed. Wow. Mm. No, I know. All right, we'll get to it. We're Mm. being a bit cryptic at the moment. On the other side of the news, we'll be talking the World Game and the Matildas with Alicia Canavis.
2: Elijah Hollands came in and played a role. Fantasia Young Ashton was there up forward, kicked a couple of goals. The
0: Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and the Rooch.
1: Nearly three minutes past four, currently 28.9 degrees outside. That change not far away. It's going to be a lot cooler tomorrow. Alicia Carnarvus, very shortly, to talk Mm. about the Matildas. They take on Uzbekistan on Saturday night in Tashkent. It's 12 in the world V47 routes. While we're waiting to get hold of Alicia, though, uh, let's just go through the breaking news again today. The retirement of uh, Angus Brayshaw uh, due to his concussions. uh, That is immediate. Yes. He has a five-year contract. Uh, which will be negotiated. There will be a payout there, or you'll mm. get the lot.
4: And as you have pointed out, this will not be the first, and it will not, sorry, it won't be the last, will it? No. Because we're going to go through a fair bit of this now. The well, we've had a few. Understanding already. of, and also the medical advice now is so much stronger because there's better knowledge of where concussion is at.
1: Well, let's hear from Dr. Peter Larkins. Yep. Uh, okay, where he was involved, Well, he wasn't involved, but he talked about the shared decision making behind yep. Brayshaw's retirement.
0: And so the ability to see brain changes has not always been there, but with, the, as I said, the more sophisticated MRI scanning and functional testing of the brain, um, I believe that the since the um, September incident, there has been a worsening or a development of changes that weren't there prior to the September 23 episode. So... That sort of would have been a a very big factor in the decision-making process that he would have been part of with his medical team and his family. It's called shared decision-making.
1: Yeah, and this is not meant to be a pun. It's a no-brainer when you get results back like that. that you've just concerning. got to give the caper away. very concerning. All right, let's change gears and direction, yep. Roach, because as we mentioned, the Matildas, they take on Uzbekistan on Saturday night. It's an Olympic qualifier. It's 12th in the world versus 47 in the world. I think the last time we played them, we beat them 10-0. Will mm-hmm. that happen again? Let's go to someone that's qualified, Alicia Canavas.
3: Hello, Alicia Good afternoon, team. How are you? Yeah, good. Oh, happy better New for Year. your presence. Yeah, happy
1: New Year to you.
3: <laughs> and to you, I feel like my gosh, end of Feb, right? And it's just flown along. Since I know. The last time we
1: spoke. Well, let's probe into your life. What did you do over the Chrissy <laughs> break? Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, sun and sun and beach up here in Queensland. That's pretty much all we do until I don't know the first of March, and then we throw a jumper on because that's. That's when it gets cold for
5: us. You have the up best here, life. You know?
1: And then for work, you talk about your great passion, which is the world game. Uh, how are we tracking? Of course, no Sam Kerr with the knee injury. We're looking all right for this qualifier, aren't we?
3: Look, we are. We definitely are. And I think um, we, we can have a lot of confidence going into this this fixture. I mean, at the end of the day, the Uzbekis. Will come across quite polished, so I expect a very tactical match from them. They've got a wonderful coach um, in Midori Honda. She's a Japanese um, pioneer of their women's game over in Japan. And under her wing, I dare say that the, the defensive structure will be quite, quite tight um, and quite disciplined and organized as well. So that'll be the hard part, I think, for the Matildas, will be just mm-hmm. to break down this very organized, patient Uzbeki um, outfit Having said that, do I think we have the quality all over the park in yeah. comparison uh, perhaps to their lineup? Of course, I, I expect this to be a fairly comfortable two-match series um, for the Matildas.
4: Olympics are always interesting because there are nations that will say the World Cup is the prime focus and we'll use the Olympics for development. If we get there, good, if not another issue. But where are the Matildas <laughs> at with that thinking of what the Olympics should be about for Australia?
3: Yeah, I think historically for the Matildas, the the Olympic Games has always been one of the few, uh, I guess, major tournaments. Yeah. If we look back to the to the mid nineties into the two thousands, um, we only had the World Cup mm. and and the Olympic Games. And anything. Um, in between was was pretty much hit and miss. If you look at the stats and you look at the caps of Matildas in that generation compared to the matches that are available today to current Matildas, the reason caps are so low is just simply because there weren't enough matches and and we hung out for these major tournaments. So the Olympic Games has always been um, a, a very important I guess fixture or tournaments for the Matildas. Um, having said that, I think for any athlete to go to an Olympics is one of the greatest honours of of your career. Exactly. Um, and if you can achieve it, of course, you're an Olympian for life. So that's that's really important. Um, I had the the pleasure of being a part of one of the campaigns in 2004. Mm-hmm. I didn't travel and I didn't play in Athens. Um, due to injury but to be a part of it is still something I think all of these players should be so proud of the Olympic campaign is, is really special um moving forward that might change the socceroos mm. we use the Oli roos um yep. and I, I think moving forward that might change for the Matildas as well and I don't mind it it gives no, the 23s yep. a yep. major tournament
4: now we saw the world cup begin without Sam Kirk as she was injured what's life going to be like without her with a serious injury
3: yeah, different. Let's, let's put it that way. She's a leader on the field and, mm. and off the field, Sam Kerr, and I think that's probably the key. A for her is um, we saw her on the bench a lot yeah. through the World Cup, but we could still see the influence she had on the team off, off the bench and yeah. um, at training as well. Having said that, I think Steph Catley is a remarkable leader. Mm. I think she doesn't get enough credit uh, for her role in, in our back line, but also for her role in the team. And she really stepped up last year. So I think by way of leadership, we'll be okay. Steph had a head knock at um, in the match of the weekend rather for Arsenal. She's travelled, she's with the team, so hopefully she's able to, to lead us out on Saturday. But going back to Sammy, of course, um, she's one of the greatest players on the planet exactly. right now. To say um, she's not a loss or to play the loss down is, is, is silly. It's obviously a big loss for the team, but we know they can perform right without her and, and they'll take confidence from Al- that.
1: Alyssa, we love a feel-good story. Tell us about 35-year-old Michelle Heyman.
3: Look, a great story. I actually really, really admire her tenacity. And I'll be very honest with you guys. Anyone that plays beyond 30, yeah, <laughs> full credit to you because the body changes, uh, your longevity changes, mentally it changes as well. Um, and I, I admire anyone that can play into their mid-30s in any sport. Um, for Michelle Heyman, if we look at her, her pathway over the last, say, five years, we would have said without a doubt, she was definitely on the outer of selections, and Emily Gilnick had really filled that gap or filled that her place in the national team lineup. Um, to see her back after the performances that she's had for Canberra, um, I think is sensational. I think it's fantastic. I really hope Tony plays her on the weekend. I think it's really important. Uh, it's a very simple switch if turns out for Hayman up front.
4: Is, is Michelle now? in a real position to make a statement where we remember when she stepped out and she said she couldn't use the word mental health when she stepped out that time. Yeah. Can she now use this as a platform where she can change some thinking in that space or have we moved a fair bit that she doesn't need to say? It?
3: Look, it's it's a, it's a an interesting one and I think there's a lot of conversation now Um about past and present issues within yeah. national teams or within yeah. sporting organizations and around mental health. I, I'm a huge advocate for talking about it. I think mm. it's an important thing to be discussed. Um, I, I admire players who come out and say, hey, I struggled. Um, in mm. years gone by, we, we didn't do that, right? Quite frankly, you just went through it or, or you, you hopped off the bus, quite frankly. So mm. um, I think it's an important topic. I think it's a very important gesture. I think the fact that she was able to talk about it as candidly as she did is great. Um, One thing I like about this story is she spoke about it. She spoke up about her struggles and then she's had the tenacity and the discipline and the focus to come back and, um, be called up into this national team. So it's not to say, I think for her example, it's not to say because you have these issues or you go through your slump that you can't come back. And I think that's a really important attitude and lesson uh, for all athletes. Indeed, Alicia,
1: you are an absolute gun with your predictions. What is going to happen on Saturday night? (laughs) Hit us with it. Come on. 8-1.
3: Look, I, I think we'll have one of those very, very tight first halves where we're a little frustrated and we'll have the as I said, yeah. the influence of the Japanese coach with the discipline and uh, I'd say a very much a park-the-bus attitude from the Uzbekis. I can't see them attacking us too much. However, 3-0, we'll break them down. 3-0 win, I yeah. believe, for the McHilders. Yeah. 3-0, Th- yeah. we'll
1: hold good. you to that. Always good to chat, Alicia. We look forward to chatting to you again right through the Olympics. Fabulous. Thanks, team. Have a good hour. Thank you. 411 Roots, just while I was talking to Alicia, then a breaking story. Hawthorne are on the wrong leg at the moment. They're having a terrible run. Josh Gabalik uh, from uh, AFL.com is reporting now, this is terrible that father son recruit Will McCabe will be sidelined for 12 weeks with backbone stress.
4: They cannot take a trick at the moment, the Hawks. No defenders because they're all falling. A young fella
1: with back injuries. Bone stress Ooh. in the back. Oh, we'll get some clarification on that. That was uh, just uh, breaking. Thank you for that, Bumfluff Benny. I uh, saw that just coming through after talking to Alyssa. There's, there's a text a message
4: p- there about an injury at Adelaide. Do you want to check that? Or
1: uh, yeah, well, I've just. Want to got, check that? Hang on, I've got another one open as well. This one saddened me greatly. Now, I did see a report on TV, and the Crows thought there wasn't anything to worry about at the time. Yeah. And they wouldn't have had x rays when it happened. No. But Matt Crouch hurt his hand at training. I don't know if it was last night or the night before. Right. But Costa, who's normally on the money. Oh, says, he's at the hospital. <laughs> no, says Matt Crouch has a broken hand. Oh, now, he... I saw that. I am gutted. I said I don't have a relationship with Matt Crouch, but I think, oh, just looking forward to seeing what he could do this year. Now, how bad that is, how long it keeps him out, we don't know. We'll try and get clarification mm. from the club. So, mm. but he definitely had a hand injury. It was picked up by the cameras. It was on the news, but everyone was hoping it was just going to be like a, a sprain but it uh, looks like he's got a broken hand i don't know what it is rooch um done it myself actually if it's a metacarpal they're the bones at the back of your yeah, hand
4: well, one of them you did as a fool didn't you i punched a wall over yeah i did rooch yeah. good memory you're a fool you're, at well,
1: times Yeah, thank you just For, on that it was a text we were talking about you have
4: 61 possessions and you go silly yeah yeah, uh,
1: yeah that's true um Rooch obviously has something on you, Kimbo. <laughs> that's why you've put up with him for the last five years. Yeah. Well, uh, no, well, I just respect his intelligence. He's got nothing on me, Rooch. I've probably got more on him. Oh, really?
4: Clean living life that I have?
1: Yeah, actually, that's true. No, there's not much on you. You're an international man of mystery. It's 4.13. Let's go to a <laughs>
4: break.
1: Hyundai oh, SUV
0: sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and the Rooch.
4: 19,
1: Kimbo on the reach with you. If you want to have your say on all matters sport, you can get in touch with us on the Monteen Hyundai Cheltenham text line. Go shopping down there if you're after a new car. Great dealerships down there. Now, Roach, we don't want Adelaide Crows fans to panic. Uh, we had a report from Costa saying Matt Crouch had a broken hand. He gets some good mail, Costa. Then a text came through from Daniel saying, Kimbo... Matt Crouch will play against Port Adelaide on Friday night. His finger is structurally sound, so he's been given the all clear. Good. Crouch left training early on Wednesday after having his hand stood on. Now, that's the report I saw on Channel 7 last night, right. I think. We have been in touch. Bumfluff Benny has been in touch with the Adelaide Crows. They're very quick to get back to us. Crouch is all right. It's been x-rayed. There is no problems. But Roach. They've been quick, have they? They've been quick. Oh, but they last must have found
4: night, that other gear by they now. They found
1: oh. another gear. Good. I love them. Last night, they sent out a press release. I tell you, we had to bring in Sandra Sully with the Late News. Ten's Late News with Sandra Sully. Because, Roots, they sent out a press release saying that uh, Matt Clark won't be the (laughs) rug coach and Sammy Balderstone is taking out. Now, we had our audience telling us that on a second day back or first day back.
4: We went through every Crows press release. From the moment we went on holidays. Yep. We thought, well, clearly you and I had missed this. How, over would, the how summer. would we miss that about Doc? And we looked and we looked and we looked, nothing. But we did get Sandra Sully on the case. She is reporting that experienced Sanfield Premiership Ruckman, Sam Balderstone, has joined the Adelaide coaching ranks. Which we told you about a couple of days ago. He will have the part-time role as Ruck coach, replacing Matthew Clark. Who will focus entirely on the club's AFLW team this year? Mm. Which we told you also. Yeah, our and listeners, told us. I mean,
1: yeah, no, I think it might have been Ricky G from Cairns. So he knew up in Cairns. I hope I've got it right. With one of the texts, he sent that through in our first week back, and I didn't get a chance to read it. I put, I can put them to one side to try yeah. and. I parked it and never had got back to it. So uh, there you go. So um, Adelaide, you get a gold star for getting back to us so quickly on Matt Crouch. Um, what do you get when you you get a D minus on the Matty Clark stuff?
4: Well, you go and sit in the corner with a dunce's cap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had to say something then, didn't well, I?
1: It's a little a little harsh. Hey, yeah, uh, well, how's not that harsh? <laughs> Roach, yes. I kept saying last night. I kept saying. I think. Oh, we have got to go to a break, don't we? I kept saying. I thought New Zealand were overs in the T20 game.
4: Well, two overs to play. You thought? Oh, you were I right. thought
1: I was the smartest bloke in the world. We'll come back to that, and we'll hear from Mitch Mars after the break.
0: The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and the Rooch.
1: Healy Force 27, just a reminder, joining us after the 4.30 news will be Jared Healy, looking forward to having that chat. Now, we were going to hear, roots from Mitch Marsh after Australia's thrilling last ball victory in the T20 game last night. But a little bit of breaking news, Todd Viney, the general manager of football from the North Melbourne Football Club, has spoken about the sacking of Taron Thomas.
2: Look, on the on the back of the AFL's investigation into uh, Taron Thomas' behaviour... Um, and the 18-week suspension that they've handed out, uh, the North Melbourne Football Club and Taryn uh, will part ways. Um, he won't play any more football for the North Melbourne Football Club. Um, which has been a hard call to make, but uh, one at the end of the day we feel uh, really united about as a club. Um, certainly the behaviour that he's been uh, uh, found guilty of is is something that we um, doesn't align with our values of our club, and so um, as much as we've tried to support him over the last, you know, sixteen months, eighteen months, and um, put things in place to try and help educate him around um, these important roles that he he has to play, uh, particularly in his relationships, uh, we haven't got the desired result, obviously. Um, so uh, we feel like. As much as we'd like to look after him and try and help educate him through that, the time is now to look after the whole, the whole club, and start looking after our know, people internally um, in that space. So it's been a hard, hard decision. I think I spoke about um, in the middle of last year that you know in this business you will behave yourself in, and you will behave yourself out. And unfortunately for Taren, uh and his behaviours, um, he's behaved himself out. So.
1: It's the right decision, Rich, and uh, they're a very young club. They don't need distractions and they don't need influences that are going to be poor upon their younger players. Well, they Uh, need
4: to invest their time in young men who do want to do the right thing in North Melbourne. Exactly,
1: and they had a 34-point victory over Collingwood Mm. yesterday, so they don't need those distractions. A couple of other trial games, Rich, just repeating these results for people that have just joined us. Uh, Earlier this morning, Sydney defeated GWS by 26 points. And uh, Geelong defeated Carlton, an undermanned Carlton. Geelong went nearly at full strength. Mm. Geelong got up by 17 points, but they had an injury.
4: Uh, Cam Guthrie. Mm. Geelong, yeah. And we are about to hear the first bounce of the Brisbane Gold Coast Gap. Go.
1: Yeah, we'll keep you across that one. But coming up next, Jared Healy.
0: Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and the Rooch.
1: Just over 4 4.30 on a beautiful Adelaide day. Uh, we've hit the top, Roach, uh, just over 33 degrees. We are live from Studio Lumo here at number one King William Street in the city. Looking forward to chatting to our next guest. He's an absolute ripper. He's a Hall of Famer, a Brownlow medalist, four-time club champion, Roach. Split them up between his two clubs.
4: Oh, Melbourne and Sydney, how many with each one? Yeah. Can't remember. But I know one thing. If you would ask me, you've got a list of ten people to put for dinner. He's on the list. You love him,
1: don't I you? do. He won three with Sydney, one with Melbourne. Ah. Leading goal kicker with Melbourne, but more importantly, maybe he's one of the most respected voices in the Indeed. AFL. And he's the co host of Sports Day, which follows our show, Roach. Jared Healy, Happy New Year, Jared. Great to talk to you, Kimmo. And uh, Roach, it's, it's been too long. It has. Very time, <laughs>
4: it has.
1: Well, it's your first week back, so we appreciate you jumping on. Bloody hell, Jared! there's a lot to talk <laughs> about. Um, some real, there's a lot of news regarding your old club, Melbourne, but really sad news today with Angus Brayshaw.
5: Yeah, that was a, that was a savage blow. Savage blow for footy, A, because it just uh, continues to remind us of the scourge of concussion, and, and a savage blow because he's such a terrific young oh, yeah. man who's uh, not far away from getting married to L. Frawley, who's a great friend mm. of our family, so, uh, my daughter. I know them well, and uh, you know it's it's a real a real shame that uh, he's gone out in this fashion. Uh, but I think it's the right decision by him. He's got the medical. Advice, so you'd be foolish to ignore that. Yeah,
1: and we heard from Doc Larkin a little earlier in the show. Reach, you were working the phones today in regards to the impact that has. You spoke about it earlier on the salary cap. He's got a five-year deal with Melbourne still.
4: So the most critical part of this one, Jared, is it's up to the player and the club to negotiate a way out of this, some way of either a full okay. payout, a negotiated payout, whether it turns into another role at the Melbourne Football Club where they pay him. Of we, yep. What we know of Angus Brayshaw, and everything we do know is – great young lad from a great family. Is this going to be a difficult one for Melbourne? Is is he got a player manager who's going to make this we want the full five years because it's not his fault that he's out of the game? How do you see this one playing out?
5: Oh, I think that they'll work out a way where he's well and truly compensated. Mm. Um, I don't think they would have even considered just yet the impact on the salary cap, but that will will come down, though. And it's probably something that the game needs to address because, let's be fair, he won't be the last no. person to retire mm. early with a long contract through the concussion. And it, and it does really, I guess, forewarn everybody about the length of these contracts. So, you know, we discussed mm-hmm. this last year at length because Kane is always uh, very anti uh, the, the length of these contracts. One of the major reasons for me that you should be concerned is concussion. When mm. I mean, you can... You, you don't end up losing your career these days with a knee injury like you did in the early 80s. But concussion is now the, the one thing that stands out that can kill a career uh, well and truly before it should be over.
4: Mm, indeed. There are a lot of headlines at Melbourne. Mm-hmm. But Clayton yeah, Oliver, Joel Smith, now Angus Brayshaw, which is the saddest one of all of them because that does end a career of a very, very good player and a good young man, but... I've looked at Melbourne of what they've done the past two years after the flag. Is this going to be remembered as the wasted opportunity at the D's?
5: Well, I would have thought they'd played in a grand final over the last two years, yes. particularly they, when they were 10-0 uh, in the year after their, their flag, and then they just fell right away, had the bust up in the restaurant, just uh, turned mm. ugly. And then mm. last year... No, numerically, when champion data will tell you they were playing as good a footy as anybody. Mm, yep. I think they were second for hardball gets, first for loose ball gets. They do have always had this issue of uh, transitioning the ball up the half-back line and turning mm. it into goals. But uh, And they had some injury problems late the year when the petty injury was a concern. So last year, in some ways, might have been the one that uh, they got away, but... Mm. I mean, you've got to ask the question now. Clayton Oliver? Question mark. Yep. Lost, lost Angus Brayshaw, so this all-powerful midfield that was uh, so dominant only a few years ago has now lost one. We know, and uh, who knows where Clayton Oliver uh, is going to be? You know, this time uh, in ten weeks' time. Let's hope he's at his best. But yep. there's some too many clouds uh, at the present time for any mm, club, exactly. Uh, going into a pre-season, so they've got some major challenges. They, they will. You know, I take on board what Max Gaunt said. Every club would probably uh, have their issues in this area, but 99% of the issues are out of season, Mm. not in season, Mm. which uh, the Joel Smith one was. And and that, I think, was the the biggest alarm out of that that whole issue, which is still to play out.
1: Oh, I've always been critical, a little bit critical, even though I'm a part of it of the media. The way they can manufacture a story or a headline, but I think the question's fair regarding Melbourne now. Do they have a cultural problem?
5: Well, I mean, I can only sort of, from the outside, you'd say, from the outside, you'd say yes. But I think this particular incident with Joel Smith is just so rare that. Mm. Um. I'd need more information to say they've got a cultural problem. Oh, I, I just know too many of their, too many of those guys like Viney, Edie a football, leader, Sharon, Max yeah. Dawn, <laughs> Petrarca. I mean, there there may be one or two people, who or three or four maybe that uh, have lost their way. But I, they've got a problem. But whether or not it's systemic and cultural, I think is is pushing the boundaries too far. I mean, they just played. They've too good a footy for too long. But, you know, at the very pointy end of the season, they've got to ask themselves, are we actually paying the price? Mm. Let's move on to the positives.
1: We love this game. We've been involved for a long time. We stay in the game good. because it's like watching a blockbuster movie without knowing the ending. And I have no idea how this year's going to end, but I'd like you to oh, look no, at you your perspective. You've
4: already declared Collingwood won't go back to No, Bay. they can't go back today. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, they can't. You said it, Jared.
1: Yeah.
5: Like, I, like, I remember this time last year, my uh, co-commentator, the great Kane Corn, said everybody's playing for second. They didn't make the eight, and, and nobody had the Giants in their eight, no. and they uh, were probably the second best side in the competition last year, going down by a point in the prelim final. And that's why we love it. There'll be a slider that uh, is hard to see at the moment. Yeah. I think most of us can see the Gold Coast improving, mm-hmm. but can they get up and play finals is a challenge for yep. Damien Hardwick, but he's put that down as the as the bare minimum. He's, he doesn't see there's any conditions where uh, they won't play finals. Uh, Frio, I think, have got some. You know, Frio should rebound. They're not that. They're not a 15th side. I mean, that's just too low for where they're at. But uh, the coach will be under some serious heat if they're if they're not looking very competitive next year. So does he have a game plan like,
4: that brings the best out of Fremantle though?
5: Ooh, I think that's Roach. the question.
4: Thank you, Jared.
5: That's the question, Roach. I, <laughs> Thank you. I, I think they need to embrace a little bit more speed of ball movement. They don't like hearing that.
4: No. But
5: they they also need to improve their contest because uh, last time I looked, they were, I think 16th or 15th for hard ball gets and about the same for loose ball gets. Add them up and that's uh, 75% of the contested ball. Mm. So... I like the move of Hayden Young into the middle of the ground the last mm. few weeks last year. It looks fantastic. Uh, and that five back into the middle, yep. it's certainly going to improve their contest, isn't it? Yes. I mean, he was the best contest player of the game seen for 10 years, uh, a few years ago. So that, that makes him difficult to to, uh, to lose, uh, sorry, to beat over there in the West. So yep. I hope they get uh, going there. They're a pretty good talented side. They've got a great back line, reasonably good midfield, lost a couple of wingmen. Mm. And their forwards are young and emerging, a bit uh, like a few other clubs. Agreed.
1: Going to be very tough to make the top eight this year. Can't see them squeezing in. Now, I know you oh, don't yeah. like making outlandish predictions or predictions like at all. Like you do, Kim. Well, no, mine are calculated, Rooch. So, yesterday, Jared,
4: Kim has declared that North Melbourne will create three upsets this year by beating three of last year's top eight teams.
1: Well, it's not that outlandish. And I put three coffees on it, Roach, because you owe me seventeen. I've got a bit to play I think with on
5: getting these ones back. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't mind his thinking. Thank I God like you. his thinking. Last year, last year Hawthorne beat Collingwood in Brisbane, mm-hmm. and uh, from what we saw yesterday, they've got they've picked some really good kids. Mm. Um, you now, whether or not their back is going to be able to yeah. stand the onslaught of goals is going to be the question because they're pretty skinny down there, but. They're going to get on a roll at some stage and they'll, they'll beat some sides and uh, that's what's exciting. I think yeah. the, the only thing that sort of stands out is that the West Coast, whilst they'll be no doubt more competitive, let's, uh, they, they do look as if they're a fair way off the Right.
1: Jared, I know you love surfing. If you were to risk your favourite surfboard on which side would win yeah. the flag, which side would you be putting that on?
5: Probably, I still can't go past Collingwood. Oh. I think that they I, I just think that they their forward, forward movement? Is superb.
1: What About their forward line. Oh, I miss
5: that. Sorry. Well, the forward line, I haven't got a problem with. I, I think they're multifunctional. Uh, They've got plenty of options up there. I know McStay's not going to be there, but he mm. wasn't a major factor last year. They got. I mean, basically, this game is a ground ball game. Well, we we, we tend to sort of. Uh, Glorify the big pack mark, but there's about eight of them per side per, per team per team per game. So it's it's not the big issue. But if you can get the ball onto the deck, they've got so many good young uh, crummers, Bobby Hills down there, and the TACOS boys, and etc. etc. You And I think they're going to be hard to beat again. I still think that uh, you know, I, I still think that they go in as favourites. Who the second best side in the competition is? Now, that's a challenge. I mean, the Giants were there last year, lost by a point. The Swans look like they're going to come again. Uh, there's a few sides that are very... Uh, Brisbane are clearly in the, yeah. in the reckoning. But outside of that, I'm thinking, well, there's there's question marks on, on everybody. And I think Carlton's another one, obviously. But yes. a lot of people have them as a flag. But I'm not as convinced on, on Carlton as to their, you know, whether or not they can make the jump to, to win a flag. But... Uh, if they don't make the eight you'd be surprised, but all of a sudden a few injuries at the start of the season, it, it makes life a little bit more difficult, but but they look good and if their two key forwards can have better Septembers, well, maybe that maybe it is their year.
4: So Jared, the portress as you called it, will it see a Port Adelaide yeah. side that becomes a definite top four and challenges rather than just contends? And Adelaide, what's your read on Adelaide? After they've been building, building strategically, are they at the point now where they are looking at playing finals again?
5: Well, you could argue they should have played finals last yes. year. and Argue strongly. I know. Uh, I know. Uh, mark Russotto thinks <laughs> that uh, outside of a goal umpiring decision or two, mm-hmm. I think he's got a pretty strong case. But look, the question mark there is the defence. They've yes. got some issues down in defence. How they cover those will probably determine uh, how they feature whether they feature in finals because they're they're heading in the right direction. Really exciting group. Like their ground ball players. Mm. The forward line look potent. Midfield Keith building. Got a few old stalwarts there. Jordan Dawson, you who know, they pinch from the Swans, and mm. uh, they could desperately have him back. Um, he's just become a star. Like yes. it where they're going, and I I do like the uh, I mean, Port Adelaide. I've, I've really enjoyed. Uh, their last season like everybody but uh Radagalia is the great unknown for me i'm a i'm a major Radagalia fan there's people with big question marks on him that uh, he leaks this and he does that but mm. i i think if kenny can get him uh you know mentally in the right spot where he's focusing on the right things he could be a fantastic uh intercept or just man-on-man defender i I think it's a good pickup. Yeah, hope yeah, I'm right. Good read there, Jared. Very good read,
1: Jared, One quickie because we go all around the nation. There are a lot of Bomber supporters out there that are frustrated. They're running out of patience. Will yeah. they play finals this year?
5: Uh, it's the great unknown. A bit like the Bulldogs. They're still mm. the uh, the big question marks. I I suspect they probably are on the cusp in that sort of seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth. Mm. Uh, I mean, they are very, very hard to read. The Bombers. If the coach doesn't want to put a number on it. Uh, then. It's hard hard for me. I mean, if you had to absolutely press, um, I I reckon I'd have eight better candidates in front of them. Okay. Yeah, okay.
1: There'll be a lot of interest watching the Bombers play with Todd Goldstein there, Jade Gresham, Ben McKay and Xavier Dersman from Port Adelaide. Hey, Jared, we really appreciate your time. We look forward to your show at 5 o'clock tonight with Kano. Uh,
5: Any big superstars on the show apart from yourselves? Uh, I think we have Nathan Jones on tonight to uh, have a chat about Angus Brayshaw and uh, All Matters. Culture, as you guys uh, describe yes. it, uh, of the demons. Uh,
1: well, I'm sure a questions will be asked. Jared, really appreciate your time. We look forward to uh, maybe having a chat to you throughout the season. I think it's going to be a ripper.
5: Uh, no doubt about that. It'll be a great season, very even, and uh, it's always my pleasure. Thanks, boys. And and thanks, Come back Jared. to the
4: Portress, Jared.
5: No, oh, I'd love to get back to the Portress, but I don't travel anymore.
4: I know the feeling. I
5: know the, time I time I know I know the feeling. A <laughs> I know the feeling. Anyway, it'd be eight. good to All see right. you here again. Really appreciate well, your time. Well, I travel now, is when I get a uh, snowboard or a surfboard under my arm, which is more enjoyable. Can we uh, arrange that? We'll be Jim? back some stage. <laughs> <Rightio>. <laughs> good
1: on you, Jared. He's an absolute uh, ripper. Uh, we're running out of time. I want to plug the Brecky Boys: uh, Roach, Mike mm. Bickley and Jared Walsh. You can hear them between six and eight thirty. Tuesday to Thursday. They get tomorrow off, which annoys the hell out of you, don't, doesn't it? You not want great. one of those not contracts. Great. Not great. All right. Going to give you another text, <laughs> Roach. It's a good text too, Roach. You'll like this one. It's from Blake. Mm. There's
4: a little bit of sarcasm. I have got a hat, no, I'd, it's, hang, I'd be hanging
1: on to it. No, no. He's not having a crack at you. Oh, pity. Um, all right. Here we go. Hi, boys. With Melbourne now having a list spot to fill, could they pick up Taron Thomas in 2025 and back their culture to fix his woes. You'd back them, wouldn't you? The best culture he's seen in 40 years of footy, according to Gary Pert.
4: Cheers, Blake. Good point, Blake. Let's see if they... Stick to that sort of philosophy. Oh, no one's touching Tarantos.
1: Now, I want to nominate myself for Spud of the Week, which hasn't started yet. But uh, Well, how we is
4: Brisbane it. and Gold Coast going in their trial game, oh, And Kim?
1: look at you sitting there like you're a genius. You didn't pick me up on it once. I kept saying the game gets underway. I have underway. such
4: faith in anything you say.
1: <laughs> well, you get an answer for everything. <laughs> Fair dinkum. <laughs> Um, yeah, I forgot. No daylight saving up there. So no, because it
4: fades the curtains, Kim, and the
1: cows don't like it. Right, is that what it is? Um, yeah, that game doesn't get away till five o'clock uh, today. Ah. All right, we're nearly done for another day. I can tell you, yeah. after we just spoke to uh, Jared, mm. uh, Kano's in the building now. Uh, he's just let us know. They'll be talking to Todd Viney. That'll be so, an interesting discussion, yeah, that so one. Lots of questions to ask yeah. him. A lot of text coming through. Uh, appreciate everyone that's made the effort. Uh, there's some silly ones. There always is. We don't mind that. Did Healy, Jared Healy, ever try on a pair of Warwick Cappa shorts? That's from Ethel from Ethelden. Um, sorry, I didn't see that in time. We'll, we'll ask him next time. And this one from Costa, who, as we know, is a passionate Crows supporter. Yes. He likes a bit of banter. Yes. He says, Roach, just a reminder for Crows fans to get down to Alberton tomorrow to support the lads, but do not spend a cent. At their facilities. We pay enough taxes to the AFL for their existence. Oh, boom, boom. Oh, there you go. I just uh, read them out. And
4: we might repeat from our session there on Tuesday, where Matthew Richardson was quite proud of the fact that Port Adelaide's paid off all its loans mm. to the AFL, all its loans to the sample. Although there's some old sample heads who would say, not all <laughs> no, of them. No, no, no. And what is it? About three million they've got on debt now at the moment. Is it two? To I thought it was three, but anyway, they're looking to crush it, so mm. good luck to them. Done
1: really well. It's amazing yep. the turnaround. This would apply to all the clubs from the COVID mm. period. Yes. And uh, how dire that was. They went from 80 staff down to 40. Now they're back up to 90, which yes. is good to see. Yep. Um, a couple of quick texts, Rich. We've we got a few minutes to go. Uh, we mentioned the shorts. You said Jack Ginnivan's shorts. Huge. Yeah, I'm just having a Huge. look at the Carlton Geelong game, which is on Fox. It was played earlier today. Yep. Um, yeah, some of the shorts do look a little bit bigger. This one says, hi, guys. The AFL shorts this year are so big. Mm. If you have a small behind, you look stupid. Ooh. It's not the players. The small players have to get someone to sew the sides in. <laughs> yeah, they Kay. do look a different
4: cut on a number of the players. I'll get you that vision of Jack Giddeman. You've got to see. Yeah. They're just
1: enormous on him. Here's another one here. Hi, Kimbo. Who's this from? Joey. Hello, Joe. Hi, Kimbo. Uh, Kosh must have made Roach sign a charter of behaviour too, which is why Roach uses SEN as a vehicle for the Ken Hinkley Protection Racket and for the Ken Hinkley Football Club.
4: How, how do I answer that, Kim? I mean, no, you no, no. and I are on the same page here. Yeah, we I'm the same page. what Ken's all about. No, so are you, are you on any charter? No. So if you've, oh, if you've come I, up... No, they are giving me a bit of a... With all your knowledge of football, <laughs> your logical assessment of football, if you can see it's working, well, I'm sorry I agree with you, Kim. That must mean I'm I'm a fool. Hmm. I
1: mean... I can understand how the natives are restless when you hear the one voice for a it. long time. But uh, I think he's been very, very good for the club. Yep. He's got another two years now, and I'm sure I'm sure we'll hear from the people that aren't supportive of him if things go bad. Yep. At the moment, it seems like people have accepted he's there for two years. Mm. I know Joe's having a crack here, but he's there for the next two years. Blind Freddy can see that they've worked themselves into a good position.
4: Yes. Now, but you have, you have no emotional attachment to them. You have none. no financial attachment to them. None. You have no reason to side with anyone for any reason.
1: And I'm sure there'll be silly texts that come through. No, if things if I, I say... If I, I, if I, I
4: hired you as yep. a consultant to come into the Port Adelaide boardroom yep. and say... Now, Mr. Dillon, we need your advice here. Do we continue with Ken Inkley or do we move him on? What would you tell them?
1: No, I like the fact they gave him two years. Right. I know it didn't please everyone.
4: So whoever the I said to messages, Ken when I
1: left, and uh, you know, I hadn't spoken to Ken face-to-face for mm. ages, uh, uh, what did I say when we were walking out? I thanked him for yep. what he, uh, having us down there and and said, uh, this is year. I, he said, I hope so. I said, I know things. I hope
4: you're he right, He said, Kim. you were right. good
1: last year with Collingwood.
4: <laughs> no, good point. <laughs>
1: Bought for the flag, don't worry about that. They're starting to shorten. All right, Cane Corn's next. Uh, Looking forward to that, along with Jared Healy, and they'll be chatting to Todd Viney. We'll be back again tomorrow.
4: And thanks to Sandra Sully. Good night, everyone. (laughs)
1: That was another edition of The Run Home with Kimbo and the Rooch. If you missed any of the show, just search Kimbo and the Rooch on the SEN app or wherever you find your podcasts.